Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. All right, guys, welcome to the FSF Podcast, the live edition, the live show where we make many vocal mistakes and, well, yeah. But anyway, we're the live show that tries to get you to like our better looking and better researched pre-recorded cousin. Seems accurate. <laughs> it is. Yeah, right. The the version of us that John has edited out all of the ridiculousness. Well, not yeah, all the ridiculousness. Yeah, all the raspberries and me going, I think this is what it is. <laughs> That's well, what how... against me. I just know it. What? John's like, I'll pull that from the live file. <laughs> right. He he probably would. Kind yeah, of... he will. I know it. I'm I'm kind counting on it. All right. Well, before we get into tonight's show, I get to do all of Nick's talking parts tonight. That's confusing and weird. Anyway. We are Nicholas. Nick is gone. We are. And he will be forever missed. Until yeah, at least until next back. week. Right. <laughs> but anyway, before we get into tonight's show, we need to take a moment to thank our show sponsor, Level Up Savers. Go buy a saber. Anyway, there's this thing right there on the screen. I'm pointing at it. Hold on. Can I, there it is. Yep, I can do it. Okay. Point that thing at me. I, I actually cannot hear you over the blade. That's kind of funny. All right. <laughs> He's like carrying lightsaber with me anytime I'm around Kathleen now. I, I might have to turn that back on. Uh... <laughs> I forgot that this one does that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. A tiny human's lightsaber instead of my own because it's shorter and I don't hit the mirror with it. Well, yeah. Well, smaller swinging distance, easier the, to hit the husband with. It's so. the Yoda-sized one. There you go. <laughs> All right. But as you guys see, the link is in the comment section and the show notes. Go buy a lightsaber. You know you want to. Exactly. Yeah, go buy a level up saber. You will be very I don't remember happy if with. There's still the promo code if you go through his if you go to his TikTok and watch it or not. I'll, I'll have to double check. Uh, maybe we can. We'll try and look into that before the end of the show and let you guys know. Uh, see if we can find hey, that. John, look it up for us. Yeah, put it in the comments there, there, John. You know, because you're like, um, obviously already saying how much you. editing there is. Yeah, rude. You are obviously Any... the brains of this operation. So, <laughs> Honora, I would. That would be awesome. Let's let's play lightsabers. Deal. Done. All right. You just can't whack me like I've seen you whack your dad with it. I know you do. All right. Honora, your mommy and Tim's wife will set up a play date for you guys. Yay! <laughs> That's my age group, man. That's where I'm solid. All right. Uh, before we get into anything uh, seriously fun, we want to talk about something serious. So um, we've brought it up several times. We have this GoFundMe right here. And what that's for is it's for... Our, our show family member named Ben Riley. You guys know Ben. He's been part of our, our Star Wars group, uh, that our Star Wars game every month. Uh, he's been here on our live show so many times. Ben has been uh, a guest host on our pre-recorded episodes with, uh, with everybody that comes to the show. Uh, but Ben and his wife Mimi and their dog Josie. I did it again. I'm proud of you. I know, right? So they're they lost their home and they are now in a, a very small rv it's more like a, a large van than an rv but they need some help and we're trying to do everything that we can to get attention to this gofundme please look it up even if you can only give one dollar five dollars ten dollars ben mimi and josie are more than deserving uh, of your money and if you can't if you can't afford to share any money please at least share the link. You see it there in the notes. It'll also be down in the show notes down below at the end of the episode. Uh, so you guys can just copy paste that into your browser and go give it a look. But please do what you can. Give Ben and Mimi the help that they need so they can stay warm and dry uh, this year. 
uh, throughout the winter months. Like Tim mentioned, they do have a place that they are currently staying. However, it is, it's not ideal. Um, It's a little rough at times. It's a little rough. And Ben is attempting to make it as safe and hospitable as he can for, for their little family. Um, There are some concerns with it getting too hot during the day because it is Florida and Florida is evil. And so Josie is having trouble staying in the van during the day because can't leave your dog in the hot car during the day. And Florida. So and Florida. So you can't let her run outside the car because gators is Florida. Florida. It's like I say. <laughs> so yeah, please, please, uh, seriously, please take a look at that. Uh, help out Ben and Mimi and their their cute little puppy, Josie. That would be uh incredible if you could. Um, and then also uh John says here that the promo code is available and level up savers patreon page it's only a dollar for the patreon and the coupon is worth way more than a dollar and he is absolutely right there's some really cool stuff in there so go check that out on their patreon page uh and then also we've been doing this the last couple weeks we have a promo video for uh we're doing a uh some promo swaps with a few of the the guys here on our on different shows and so tonight we played this last week we're going to play it one more time you might even see somebody one of these faces later, it might be look a little familiar to you. Here it is. We are Science Fiction Remnant with Giancarlo and Robert. And right, way down here in Australia. Bring your multipass. Enjoy our conversations, you made popsicles. I still love that he calls everybody meat popsicles. That makes me laugh. <laughs> so... <laughs> but that's the guys at Science Fiction Remnant. Yeah, go check them out. It's a great show. That I love how they do deep dives into different shows, but they don't leave the audience behind. If you're not familiar with it, whatever it is, you're not, you know, don't know what's going on. Uh, don't worry, they're not going to leave you behind. They're going to bring you along with, and you're going to have a lot of fun listening to them uh, riff about each and every show that they do. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. And then one last thing. Since uh, you're here, and if you're in the comments and watching from our YouTube channel, this seems like a great time to remind you to take the opportunity to please do as the banner says down below. Click like and subscribe. Your liking and subscribing of this show helps our pre-recorded episodes, which come out every Friday morning. And you get to see those, and you'll have an opportunity to really enjoy what's going on there. Uh, But also, if you'd like to help, you can do this. You can buy us a coffee. Look at that. That wonderful opportunity to give us some of your money so that we can continue to make content for you. Uh, you know, help offset a little bit of the cost. Somebody's bored during all of my monologuing. I'm not going to say who it is, but it must be Kathleen. Anyway. Uh, my comments. I don't know if you're going to find the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And our editor needs many much Lafroy. He has to, to listen to our rambling. So. And live with me. Oh, he needs some log <laughs> too for that. Um, and Science Fiction Remnant. Hello, Science Fiction Remnant. And yes, coffee is the best. Uh, not only do we like drinking it, but we like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody else is bored waiting in the back room. I'm not say who that is. Anyway, uh, so let's get into it. We have people waiting in, in the back room. Apparently, they're yes. bored. I'm monologuing too much. So. As Tim is just rambling. I apparently am. So, <laughs> oh, let's welcome our guests for tonight. Though first, we have Justin from Hold Big on. Boy Graphics and Before... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he, she'll get the couch. John likes to snuggle a little too much. This if you is know what a I mean. queen-sized bed. I have the crown. I stay here. So that happened. Sorry about that, John. <laughs> anyway, let's bring Justin in. <laughs> it's an argument we have on a regular basis. <laughs> 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 I think it's that you went right for the crown comment. How you doing, Justin? Welcome to the show. Good evening, all. Reach it. <laughs> all right. We also have Geo from Science Fiction Remnant. Geo. Geo, who is muted? You're, you are muted, my good man. There I you go. You. That's why they call me Captain Caseman. I always had to mess it up. And the answer <laughs> <or> the answer. <laughs> One of us was wrong too. Thanks for having me, guys. I love uh, listening to the podcast and watching the live streams, and it's great to be here. Oh, thank you. We're glad to have you. Um, warm and fuzzies. Aw. Uh, so, yeah, are great. So... popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> he is chaos. Yes. 
There it is. Uh, so, Gio, uh, take a, a minute to, even though we just played your guys' video, take a moment to tell everybody about Science Fiction Remnant, where they can find you, and why they should be checking you out. Uh, so, basically, we are just three very good friends having that sci-fi talk. We talk about anything sci-fi, ranging from, oh, look, she has a crown. <laughs> Told you I had a crown. <laughs> we, we. <laughs> uh, and, and basically, ranging anything that you can consider sci-fi, comic books, manga, video games, movies, TV shows, anything. Um, and we just love having fun and having deep conversations about all the topics around the properties that we talk about. And our uh, listeners can find us uh, on Twitter, Sci-Fi Remnant, like in the handle on the video. Or they can go to sciencefictionremnant.com too, and they can find there we're streaming on all the radio medias like Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're there. <laughs> so go ahead and give it a check after the episode, and we hope that they enjoy it if they are new to it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I highly recommend the show. I listen to it every week, and um, you can also catch a really good episode. It's it's one of the best ones out there. Uh, they had this really cool cool podcast on their show to um, talk about this movie called Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Oh wait, that was us. Yeah, that was us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go check out go check out that episode. We had a ton of fun uh, with Sci Fi Remnant, and uh, it's a good show. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. Thank All right, you. Justin. So we want to introduce Justin to you guys. Now, Justin's not a podcaster, but what he is, is he, if you uh, noticed the show notes for the last probably about month, you will have noticed that there was a new show partner listed and it says down in there, big boy graphics. Well, he is the one, the only, the big boy who makes the graphics. So welcome, Justin. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being a partner and providing uh, some, some materials for us to be able to uh, share with our, our listeners and our guests. And so why don't you tell everybody about what those materials are and, uh, and where they can find you? Well, a little bit of background. I've known Tim for 26 years, so I just wanted to say. All right. So that's enough adjustment for the night. And uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, it's amazing. Time warp. Anyways. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Brown. All right. No. So, you know, it's one of those things I just kind of fell into it. Um, you know, we were talking and, uh, uh, you know, I, I've watched every one of your episodes. I recognize Geo and uh, whatever I can do to help out, you know, I've always done that. And this right here is just kind of something that I fell into that would allow me to help you guys keep on going. You know, um, I enjoy the show. I enjoy the guests getting to you know, have that semi-personal connection, you know, uh, being all from the, you know, the great state of Michigan, Whoop. you know, <laughs> um, no. So vinyl graphics here, it's, it's, uh, it's a high quality vinyl. It's made to last for up to six to eight years. Um, it is good for both indoor and outdoor. Um, as you can see, I kind of have a somewhat familiar ship behind us, right? But what you can't buy, because I haven't put it out there yet, that right there is a TIE Fighter. Ooh. That TIE Fighter is also made out of a black holographic vinyl, very similar to the one that Tim has. So when you move it in the light, it will change colors. Mm -hmm. So it's not the same color when you're just looking at it from one different way. I have a lot of different things that are going to be coming out as well. Not just smalls, although right now, yeah, I am working on a lot of smalls. I also have some <laughs> large wall mounts that are coming out. This one right here, I got to find a better way to ship it, but this one will be going to Tim. Oh, This is our Chrome. As you can see, it is a mirror reflective. <laughs> I'm going to mute like, my mic. There will be some giggling. Hold on. Yes. Tim's like, yes. why ship it? I will meet you halfway. Uh -huh. Tim is going to have problems in his house after you ship that because he's not going to stop staring at himself in the reflection. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's probably going to go here at my office so that I can uh, uh, still have that up on the wall and, you know, not my, think my wife, my, make my wife think I'm not. I don't know her, but I can already imagine her. Tim, get out of the office. What are you doing hours in there? 
<laughs> Another thing? He, he's trying to align his eyeballs so that he's wearing the mask is, you know, so. That might, you know what, now that you say that, that might actually go on some cardboard and like tie it around my head. She might uh -huh. think that he's trying to brainwash himself because she's just going to hear inside the room very muffled. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> yeah, go blue. His wife's going to have to yell from the other room, I have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So where can uh, where can everybody find you, Justin? Right now, I am on uh, Etsy, uh, Big Boy Graphics. Obviously, the show notes. Every week, I'm adding something different. Like Kathleen was showing too. I decorate my mug. Gotta love the dad bod, right? <laughs> That's fantastic. And I'm not going to say anything, but there may be some clear ones that are on Tim's brake lights that he doesn't know about, but the cars behind him do. I'm just, I don't know. Hey, whatever. You know. It explains all the smiles I get when they drive by. I, so I, I am Groot, right? You know? And then we got some of the ones that are coming up here, too. We even have the Porgs. I love the Porgs. Yeah, yeah. Working on some of them, too. The thing is, is that I love ideas. So if there's something that you want that you don't see on there, message me in my store and I will make it for you. I will figure out what you want, how to do it. I will get a lot of those different things. I also have a bunch that I haven't even given samples out yet for that Ooh. I'm still just kind of testing to see how they are. And I can also say that Kathleen right now, as of now, is the only one with my Doctor Who collection. Yes, so. and I love them. I've got the Doctor Who one there. I've got the TARDIS is on my laptop. The silhouettes of the Doctor's heads is on the back of my car. I've got a few more that I haven't figured out where I want to put them yet. Yes, but. yes. Very so, cool. I am also a huge oh, Stargate yeah. fan. I have the Atlantis logo that's all over the place on all of their episodes. I got a new SG-1 that's coming. I'm also working on doing a whole collection of every single one of the Jaffa symbols and throwing them all together. And they will all match the, where is it? Here we go. The mirrored gold. So that way it gives it that true effect. Nice. Um, this one's got the on that Jaffa. So, yes. Nice. All right, very cool. All right. Thank you for sharing all that. We'll make sure that, uh, and if, like I said, guys, if you haven't noticed already, all that information for his store is down in the, uh, the show notes down below. You guys will be able to find it down there. Go check it out. Send some orders Justin's way because he has been kind enough to donate a lot of vinyl. And I do mean a lot of vinyl uh, to the show so that we can continue to send out some cool stuff. And uh, Sci-Fi Wise Guy says that Stargate beats all. I don't know about that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you do a collection of vinyl dinosaurs, too. But I want to go back to this real quick. Uh, John says, Geo, is that a Fender Mustang on your wall? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, John would notice that. He's a guitar guy. He says, also appreciates your Claymore. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, he said he's a uh, pre-show. He said he was a medieval Jedi because Kathleen and I were showing off our lightsabers. So John can tell what kind of guitar it is. From I know. There. I know. So Star Wars, he knowledgeable as you guys. What's the name of the the steel that the Mandalorian use? The Beskar. Yeah, that's what he's made of. Nice. Ooh. So watch out with your lightsabers. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. All right. Very cool. So hey, let's get into our topics for tonight. Um, now we we're not going to go in any particular order. We're just kind of you know, uh, Hail Zoltan, get it right. Uh, I love that movie. I have not watched that movie in. <laughs> yeah, do my card. I should watch it again. Exactly. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> there you go. That was awesome. <laughs> How old are you, Tim? I'm 12. Uh, let's get into tonight's topic. And let's voice. talk about uh, the best of 2022. <laughs> so, whether it was TVs or movies or webinars or whatever it was, what was something from the from this past year in sci-fi, pop culture, superhero, fantasy that you went, man, this is really cool. So glad I watched this. Go for it. Um, rude, Shayna. Rude. Because uh, men don't age past 12. No, I, I think I like to think I'm stuck at, at 14 because at 12 I had a 14. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden you find yourself taking pictures like, oh, this orchid is so beautiful for my garden. <laughs> 46 year old man stuck in a with a 14 year old brain going. But you somehow go, you, you then go from 14 to 70 and there's no in between. Nope. <laughs> there's no the problem is, is that our toys just get bigger as we more expensive <laughs> and more yeah. expensive. They're just, you know, but. When you find your niche, there's a reason why we, we men we men we don't leave as long as women. <laughs> oh, exactly. We try something uh, stupid every time. But no good stupid. story ever started with "I was eating a salad when." Or exactly. Or hold my milk. That would be a good plot for a movie now. <laughs> Geo Robert wants you guys to record "Dude, Where Is My Car" as an episode, but you're going to have to worry, uh, hurry, because the sci-fi wise guys are going to try to beat you to it. So maybe, maybe you guys do it all together. combine your powers. There you go. Yeah. Combine your superpowers. Bring it together. This this show is about inclusivity. Let's make it happen. Just remember, right. you heard it here first. There you go. All right, guys. So um, let's see. Justin, we'll start with you since you're the, the, the rookie on a podcast. Oh, boy. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's one show, it. movie, whatever from the last year that you really appreciated and you want other people to pay attention to? Gosh, um, <laughs> this is riveting. I know. Podcasts thrive with with, with silence. Well, you know that, that is what is best. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I would have to say, I would I would just have to appreciate the availability of everything being available right now so that when you have down days you are able to slam stream everything okay um, you know um even with andor um i appreciated that because for a second i'm kind of like why did he have to have a backstory not everybody has to have a backstory but then when they start bringing in all these little things that have a bigger impact later on or a bigger clarification that are that way um, I would have to say something like that for right now. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Geo, any thoughts? Um, actually, from sci-fi, there's a show that just released in Amazon that I loved. It's called Peripheral. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. have watched it. Oh, my God, that show is amazing, man. Yes, it is. It's very good. It's it's one of those shows, and like I love shows like that. Uh, it, also, another one that I really like that I, I'm watching is they still make it in HBO Max, uh, Raised by Wolves. I have not watched that one. Oh my god! If you start watching it, I warn you, you're gonna be binge watching it, and you have to work next day, and you're gonna be at two a.m. still watching it. <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> kind of what happened when Alter Carbon came out, and Robert and I were just oh, watching yeah, yeah. it till two in the morning, and we both had to work at the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I mean, uh, those shows like it gives you that feeling like. One of those shows, like when it finishes, you feel like your life is empty again because it finished. <laughs> you know that's how good it is. I understand. Yeah, I think right now I'm I'm at I think I'm two episodes behind on Peripheral. Uh, so I watched you know all the the first like four or five, but I've got the last couple that I need to catch up on uh, so that I can figure out some of the stuff that's going on. But that show is so well written and oh, wow. casting yeah. has been phenomenal yes. uh, in that. Uh, and uh, shameless plug, we interviewed Lewis Hertham, who is on that show, and that is uh, available on our YouTube channel now for you guys to be able to watch. So we talk a bit about the peripheral and a few other things that he did out there. But yeah, that's a really good, really good episode. Lewis is a really cool dude. So oh, yes, definitely. And I mean, getting out of the sci-fi realm, because I don't get to do that much in my show. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, the Rings of Power, man. I'm a oh, Lord Rings of Power. Power fan. Oh my god, that show yeah. is awesome. That was actually one of the ones that I was going to bring up was the Rings of Power. Um, now I know that a lot of people have issue with Rings of Power because you know they can only go so far back in the Tolkien lore mm -hmm. and what you know the Tolkien estate is allowing them to have access to and all these different things. And so pe some people are feeling like they're creating contradiction uh, in the lore. Do you have yeah. any thoughts about that, or do you care? No, not to be honest. I, I, I thought I had read all of them. I got to find out. I went to, to a library not, not too long ago, and I found out that there's like four books that I have no knowledge of. So I have written maybe four or five times 
the lot of the ring one two and three and the hobbit uh but other than that and the silmarillions but that's about it you know so mm -hmm. there's a, there's a good amount of data that i still now i just i actually made a list of them <laughs> and like nice. i need to go over them because i mean i love lot of the rings and i've, I've done maybe each book at least four or five times minimum that's how much I like it. And my Corn 4 TV is watching a lot of the rings. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Waffle but says I don't that think he has so. an issue uh, with um, Rings of Power. Mostly that it was only eight episodes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the bad thing. Now we have to wait. <laughs> that comes to pain in the waiting game. <laughs> you know, I, one of the things I do like about, one of the things I like most about Lord of the, uh, the Rings, the Rings of Power series, is that uh, they went into this season with a plan. It wasn't just that. They were worried about this season, and golly, we hope we have another season uh, after this one. They came with a certain number of hours prepared and ready uh, of story and everything. So there's there's more than one season planned out. So now the first season's done. Now they can go right into production for the second one and carry on and carry on. So, Agreed, agreed. Yeah, and I, th I thought they did a really good job. I, I actually liked the casting. I know a lot of people had a problem with Elrond. Uh, the casting of Elrond, I thought he was really good. Um, I loved, uh, and I can't think of her name right now, and I feel so bad for it. Um, the dwarf's uh, wife. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, she sings beautifully, man. Yeah, not only did, wow. not only could no, she doesn't sing, Geo. She sings. There's a difference. That girl has pipes. She sings. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And uh, but. I just loved her attitude and the way that she carried out that attitude all the way through there. And, and, you know, when her husband would go off and say something, cause you know, he was the prince and he's this and, you know, and she's, she's like, yeah, you might be the prince, but <laughs> he's a <the> boss. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, something just to segue to that, which I loved part of her character because of that is she, she is kind of a symbolism of how important is the, the, the what family means. You know, yeah. But she brings all of that together as being the woman of the house and being an important equal partner to the prince and giving him support when he actually found himself self doubting, uh, because his father was not really looking at his uh, thoughts or whatever he was saying with the importance that he wanted to, you know, and how he received Elrond and he kind of brought them together again. Uh, it, yeah. it was very nice. So there's a lot deeper into her character that m many might not notice actually. Yeah, I think you're right on that, and I think that that's something that can be explored more as as the seasons go. You know, because we're going to see more of uh, interaction between the, the elves and the dwarves. I think in season two, with now that they know what the mithril is, and you know, uh, oh, yeah. things like that. So, okay. I was also very happy to see that they did not embrace the whole dwarf women having big beards just like the men, like you know they joked about in the the uh actual trilogies so mm -hmm. i mean she did have some fuzz but nothing yeah. like the, yeah, the, right exactly yes and that, yeah and, and he's curious that you mentioned that because if you think about it when you look at dwarves in all the other mov movies that have been done you don't really get to see a dwarf woman right you get to see some 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 corpses that have been there already ashed out mm -hmm. for centuries you know but you don't get to see that part. So it gives you like, like that's something that, that a lot of the rings and Hobbit left to wanting is you want to a little bit more grasp of that universe. And they didn't give you much stay kind of in the storyline of what's happening between the whole rings, Bilbo and the baggings and everything, you know? So that's something nice that I really liked. I mean, I, I love to the part when they actually traveled through the sea to, to what the, what supposedly they were going to the West to the other land. And like that was mystery to me, you know. And when I saw it like that, I was like, "Wow, okay, this is interesting." Even let me wonder: Do they actually go somewhere, or do they die? This is a kamikaze traveling. <laughs> Nobody ever comes back from there, right. you know. So it opened a lot of questions. It was very thought-provoking the way that it was made, but I think that artfully and beautifully made. Yeah, very good. And two things. So real fast. Hi, Jason. Jason Taylor from Three Geeks Podcast, another amazing podcast. Go check them out. Um, but, uh, the other thing I really liked was the, some of the character reveals they did and how they brought it, uh, Gandalf into the story and how they, they, you know, because honestly, um, when he first, when they first show him, I was like, oh, that's Sauron, you know, it's gotta be, 
you know, and then yep. I'm like, you know, and then I started talking to a couple of my friends, Justin included, and we and we all kind of came to the conclusion, no, that's got to be Gandalf, uh, just because some of the things that we were seeing in some of the episodes, and then, and then when it got to the end of the season, I thought, oh man, were were we wrong? Because then I started thinking he was evil again, and oh man, here it comes, and you know, um, yeah, and then and then I, you I caught figure on right out who away, it, was, it was Gandalf. Right yeah. away, I caught on on it. And I don't know if you noticed, I think that the little people he's with, I think that they, their, their name was like Brandy Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you think about it, Maria Doc Pepping is descendant of the Brandy Bucks, mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So I yeah. think, and they, and they were like migrating race. So yeah, the, I, they were Harfoots. They weren't hobbits Harfoots. quite yet. They were Harfoots. But uh, which... I, I think that, that, that it was a beautifully like way that they actually kind of, Put it in there that this might be what the hobbits became centuries after. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I think that there's that connection between um, between the hobbits and Gandalf, even before they're actually hobbits. Like you can see how much he loves them and why he loves them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a very nice tie-in. All right, any other thoughts on uh, Rings of Power before we move on? I was also curious if anybody thought that perhaps when you see that little shoot in the burnt out area, if that is actually what becomes the Shire and where they settle later on. Ooh, it might. Right, because you go from this nation of people that are nothing but migratory people, and now they, right, with third, fourth, and fifth breakfast, right, they're ravenous eaters and that kind of thing, but yet now the the bounty that comes from that and Gandalf was instantly able to reverse what was going on. So that was kind of something I'm waiting to see if they're going to reveal that. Interesting. I'm going to have to go back and watch watch it. I don't think I caught that. The only other thing that I, I probably knew this at one point in time and forgot it. It has been so long since I've actually read the books but we were seeing the the relationship between Elrond and Galadriel in Rings of Power. Do not forget that Galadriel is Elrond's mother-in-law. Like, Galadriel is Arwen's grandma. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I'm like, I forget that. I, I probably knew it at one point. It showed up when I was looking for what the, the dwarven princess's name is, and it's Deza. And it like it shows up in the Google thing with the what's the connection between Arwen and Galadriel? Like, All right, that's a thing. I did not know that either. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think too that I think that I, one of the nice things for me is to being able to see Galadriel's personality and her, more of her backstory being shown in this in this series because I think what's happened is is that if you watched if you didn't read the books and you only watched the Lord of the Rings movies you don't get to really see Galadriel all that much. Right. And, you know, you get to see her as this, you know, elf who's just kind of out in the, you know, in the high woods elf. And, and, uh, you know, she's got power clearly, but you know, you only see a couple glimpses of it, but yeah. to see her as somebody who's not only has power, but somebody who, uh, can hold her own with a sword and, you know, and really do some work was kind of, for me, was really very kind of cool, you know, to see that type of, uh, empowerment and personality brought to the screen so i liked that quite a bit oh yeah i loved it too and, and i mean it gives you that that the whole connection that she's a complete warrior too not just some yeah. kind of witch queen that has magical powers you know absolutely i also love that they brought you like that little piece of the descendants of uh whose argon was because they talk about numenor the men of numenor but you never get to see in a lot of the rings saga or in the right. hobbit anything about numenor you know because it was taken away so that was right. also like wow and like how beautifully everything was made too yeah absolutely yeah no that's a that's a really good point as well all right uh let's go back a little bit in the year uh so for me one of the biggest releases of 2022 uh, happened in the month of may on may 27th obi-wan mm-hmm. so um, absolutely. I, as anybody knows, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So yeah, I know. Shocker, right? Really? 
Yeah, I, I'm. I personally am, am very shocked and surprised that I'm a Star Wars fan. Nobody has ever heard that before. I know, I'm right? just learning this now. After wow. 26 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm sorry, John. I cannot list off all of the dwarves and the dwarven lineage and all of that nonsense. I have real world responsibilities in my brain. <laughs> She's like a mom and stuff. <gasps> I have to remember when people's doctor's appointments are and what people want for dinner. God. Uh, but I really enjoyed Obi-Wan. I, I liked the way that they portrayed him uh, to start off, be, you know, what with everything that he had gone through with the loss of, of, of Anakin and, and the fight that he had done with Anakin and all those and having the, the PTSD of, of, of going through all that. And I thought that they showed PTSD really very well and pretty accurately, yeah. uh, you know, especially for, you know, uh, you know, a, a space uh, opera. I think they did it. I think they handled it pretty well. Robert, those are fighting words. Anyway, uh, it's not sci-fi, Robert. It's fantasy in space. That's right. Space opera. It's space opera. It's space ah. fantasy. It totally is. <laughs> you so. guys are gonna make team and Robert ache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Robert and I might become frenemies after this. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I love. I loved that. I loved the the fact that when they did show Darth Vader, he wasn't just standing there and, and quipping lines and force choking people from across the room. That scene Not of him coming through the town. What's that? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I love that. Like in in Rogue One, you don't you know choke on your aspirations, and he's the hallway uh, choking scene of Rogue One. The the hallway scene, but but I love the fact that we got the hallway scene in the town, you mm-hmm. know, and he was going through, and <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we're getting more. He's he's doing and, he's doing and the things, and that's the thing. Like what we talked about leading up to the release of Obi-Wan was that we wanted to see why Vader was scary because we had, I mean, I, I've gotten crap for saying old man Vader when he was about the same age as um, Tim anyway, but like we, he was, he was beat up. He was old. He had lost limbs in a horrible, tragic lightsaber accident and was left for dead by his friend. I mean, it's a fly by sabering. <laughs> okay, we get that you sympathize with the Sith. Well, the Jedi aren't all that great. Like when you really look into it, they're really not that great. They kidnap children and brainwash them. They had but some anyway. issues. But I, I and I, not only that though. I mean, so you look at that and the way you know, so there's that. You know, I love the fact that they brought in, brought back Hayden Christensen. Yes. Give he him a chance at redemption. It. And b- to be Darth Vader with actual quality writing was great. And, you know, not just having him say that, you know, Master Obi-Wan would be very cranky if he saw me doing this and force push an apple into somebody's face. They could have put anybody in a suit and it would have been, you know, whatever. But that right there, I 100% agree with you on that one. And it was, I feel like it was a legitimate just fan service on some level was the, mm-hmm. like you said, you can put anyone in that suit. They've proven that with Mandalorian. That's not always Pedro Pascal in the suit. Right. But Pedro Pascal is our Mandalorian. He is our Mando. You, they could have had anybody. Yeah, no, they could have. And I, th- I love the fact that it was, that it was Hayden uh, in the suit. And especially that scene, uh, the parallel between it, that and rebels where, you know, he gets the side of the helmet cut off and you get to see his face. And then if you if you're not familiar with the scene that I'm talking about in Rebels, when he fights Ahsoka and the other side gets cut off and, and you, you know, and both Obi-Wan and Ahsoka get to see who really is behind the mask. Um, the rebel scene is a little more heartbreaking, though. I will be honest, um, even though. Yeah. But thanks for the spoiler, like... Tim. Oh. you're welcome. <laughs> hey, it's been out for a long time. If you haven't watched it by now, not my fault. Of everything that came out of Obi-Wan, the having Anakin, having Darth Vader at full power, getting to see that, and they are better because they're not oatmeal raisin. They're legitimate (laughs) chocolate chip cookies over there. Anyway. But honestly, for me, being the... He gets me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... 
But I I was so stinking excited to get to see Leia. Oh yeah, yeah. I was so excited because Leia has always been my favorite princess. Like she is she's the best. And talk about and, perfect casting. Oh my gosh, I know. Right. She's yeah. so perfect. She's so wonderful. And I know that there were people who had issues with her, but she's so snarky and I love it. it. Was, she was perfectly yes. cast. As I soon as she showed up on screen for the first time, I was looking at it with the that's it. This is this is my daughter's cosplay for Comic-Con next year. Yeah, like, you were like, oh my god. She's doing just like this. And then she, seeing, was the parallels, seeing the parallels in her in her costuming from little Leia to what we see with with Leia as an adult made me very happy. Yeah, there was a nice connection there uh, between between baby Leia and full grown Leia, and you could see how that personality progresses. And and yeah, there was a very nice connection, very well cast. And, um, and even though she got crap uh, for it, I thought Riva, the seventh sister, was mm-hmm. amazing. I would honestly love to see. I said this back when it came out. I would love to see a whole series about her from the execution of order 66 when she survived at the temple um, and, and how she got into the empire and how she shadowed Darth Vader for all those years and how she got so close to him and getting to the point where she tried to kill him. And I think that there's a tremendous story there. And then I would love to see her redemption past that because clearly, you know, she, she was not, she was not doing the empire's bidding for the sake of doing the empire's bidding. She was doing it to, to, cause she had a, a point to get to, but I would love to see her redemption and, and how she comes back from all of that into being, you know, uh, towards back towards the light side of the, and force. I, I love that with, with her and Vader with the, when he's like, do you think that I didn't know? It's like, well then how long have you known that you've been letting her do this? How long have you been playing cat and mouse, not only with Obi-Wan, but with Reva? Like, his absolute, mm, I don't even know what to call it, the power trip, I guess, with that, is so spectacular. Yeah. It's fun. And I love that 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 is part of Anakin Vader's story, is as Vader, he takes all of the power that was taken away from him. He has power over everyone because he he was denied so much. Not that I am an Anakin sympathizer, but I, I there is no real good person in any of it. You see, that this is the funny thing about my standing between Jedi and Sith. I'm an anti-hero, so I go and learn from the Sith. I am not with the Sith, and I am not with the Jedi. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like a chocolate chip cookie, but it's made of chocolate dog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know do you know why uh, Padme wouldn't? Let uh, let Anakin sleep in the bedroom. It was the master bedroom. On the on the same Star Wars front, in 2022, technically started 2021, but went through February of 2022. I actually really liked Book of Boba Fett. I did as well. And I think part of it, John has a theory that it's all leading up to the Book of Grogu. That Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett is all. Grogu's storyline. It could be, yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes be. sense. I th- and I've and I've said this before too, and I'll say it again. I think the majority of the reason why people crapped on Boba Fett the way that they did is because they had 40 years of waiting and watching for him to do something. And they wanted him to come out of, you know, once that fist emerged through the from mm-hmm. the Sarlacc pit, they wanted him to come out just shooting and killing everything in his path. And when they showed him at, with a backstory and with the sand people and, and being accepted in that tribe and all these different things. And, and by God, he had emotions. Who's allowing that? Um, you know, that w- wasn't what they had signed up for. Right. But I think the next time we do see Boba Fett, whether it's in the Mandalorian or Boba, a book of Boba Fett season two, if that ever happens, I think the next time we see him, he will be back to that back to the badassery mm-hmm. because at the end of the uh the very end of the one of the last scenes of the of the uh, uh the series there he looks at Fennec Shan and says I don't think we're cut out for this life. Right. You know as the damyo. So I'm yep. I'm ex- I'm excited to see where that could go. I think season 1 was they were building the foundation of where they can take that character because all that people had was the little bit that they had seen because in all in all fairness 
he was a background character. He stood right. behind other people. He was just kind of there. He kind of did his thing. And we got to see a little bit of him in Clone Wars, uh, but he was as a kid. Right. You he know? doesn't he does not have that much screen time in the original trilogy. Like at all. I agree with that right there. The Sand People scenes were some of the best in that in that show. That's true. I mean, I wish that we had gotten more information about the Rancor, but that's just me. And at the John same point, that- too, it, it makes total sense. You know, you're not just going to crawl out from the pit and just be, ta-da, here I am, and there we go. You know, I mean, it is a desert planet. He was in there for, we don't, I, I don't know exactly how long. I, I'm not as much of a nerd. <laughs> I'm not as much of a nerd as Tim. I I'm proud to say. Tim that. doesn't even know, but it was um, right. it, it was it was it was I'm a considerable sure amount does. of time. Enough time, exactly. So it's like you're in the middle of a desert planet. It's not like you're just going to walk out and walk into town and here I am, da, 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 you know. So I did appreciate that. Even um, going back to Obi Wan, also the whole simple fact of he got into his own head. And because of that, it wasn't, hey, look at me. I immediately have all of my powers immediately right here, right now. I appreciated that, how he had to Oh, yeah, he had to grow back into him. Retrain, and one of those that helped you appreciate why they had to constantly train all the time, even at a master stage. Yeah, had to reconnect himself to the Force. Yeah, that was very cool. All right, hey... um, Let's let's jump into uh, looking forward to 2023 because we're gonna we're gonna run out of time here uh, very soon. We're having a great conversation. I love this. This is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying having you guys on the show. But let's talk about some of the things. There's been a, a lot of uh, trailers come out in the last week mm-hmm. and a half, two weeks. Uh, <laughs> what movies are you looking forward to that are coming out that you've seen a trailer for? Hmm. Transformers: Justin, Rise of the Beasts. Yes. Yeah, that one looks pretty cool. That. That one, you know, when when he's like, Optimus, we are not your enemy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. So it was great. <laughs> it was great. Yes. Yes. I am cautiously optimistic about the Dungeons and Dragons movie. If it actually ever comes apart like it's supposed to. The, right. As of now, as of now, it's supposed to be in theaters on March 31st. As of now. But that was also how many times has it been pushed back? But a lot. A lot. Uh, I think four or five times at least by my count. At least four. Yeah. So, there's always something going on. That's the that's the Chris Pine movie, if I'm remembering yes. correctly, right? Yeah, where he's like a, a thief and But I mean it's also totally it totally makes sense for a thing based on Dungeons and Dragons because um have you ever tried to actually get a game together? <laughs> there's always delays. Does anybody expect the movie to have somebody can't show up on time? You know, it it happens. (laughs) So it is now officially post-production. So maybe we'll actually get it in 2023. You think the producers accidentally rolled a one? (laughs) (laughs) Only fours, Tim. Took my joke. I was going to say everybody needs to learn their role. Come on. (laughs) Um, Not movie, but Netflix TV show. I am excited for that 90s show. Yes. So excited. Justin, have you seen the trailer for that? I have, but it's too soon. (laughs) I'm not that old for that TV show to be out yet. Yeah, too bad. It's happening. 1992 was 30 years ago, Justin. Mm -hmm. Don't say that. I'll be right back. I'm going to (laughs) go. Listen, young one. (laughs) But okay, so at least the, the show is supposed to be starting in 1995, if that makes it any better. No, because that's the year I graduated high school. So, because yeah. I was three. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> At least with the '70s show, I wasn't born yet. I was okay with that. Like, oh yeah, that was before I was born. No problem. Tim was so. driving in 1992. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I was leaving diapers in '92. So I just I'm excited to see more of Red Foreman, to be honest with you. I'm so excited for more Red Foreman. And and the the end of the trailer when she Kitty's got the plate of cupcakes and she's saying all the nice supportive mom things and he's like, get out. Just go. Don't come and, back. And Eric's daughter, very Eric. Oh my gosh. Like, how did yeah. they do that? Yeah, very well cast, it seems. Just from the trailer, it seems very well cast. So I would agree with that. I'm looking forward to that. 
I also love that her name is Leia. Yeah. Husband's <laughs> like, no, no, the nineties were not long enough ago to be a period piece. <laughs> and yet I'm Captain Marvel proved otherwise. I am uh nervously excited for Indiana Jones five. Oh yes. Uh, I am a huge Harrison Ford fan. I love Indiana Jones. I, you know, one of the reasons I love Star Wars is because of Han Solo. Um, I actually real, I actually enjoyed the Crystal Skull. Uh, scientific uh, inaccuracies uh, aside, and the appearance of aliens at the end aside, um, for the most part, it's a pretty good movie. Um, you know, the best thing about that movie was when the credits rolled. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I don't, I was so nervous when that movie came out and the 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 fedora rolls down the aisle and he picks it up. I was like, no, 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 no. Actual cannibal So, yeah, I was actually very glad. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this one because it, it looks pretty interesting. I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there's uh, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Look it up after the show, Tim. It'll be okay. I don't think I want to. Um, I, that I, I said it like a minute and a half ago, and then John's comment comes up, and then you're like, wait, what? I heard something Shia LaBeouf, and I'm just like, okay, she said something about Shia LaBeouf, and I just, yeah. Uh, you just like face out of it. <laughs> I, I also have one thing that I'm. I'm There's one I, that I'm I have surprised a, you haven't mentioned. Okay, go ahead. Star Trek Four. That's true. Is it actually happening? It seems it is. Because it's been rumored for a while. It seems it's actually it's actually expected for twenty twenty three. And I mean, I'm not like vast knowledgeable about all Star Trek uh, series. I've seen them separately jumped it, but the, all the movies I have watched, and I mean, I'm excited for it too, because I really like it. Yeah, 20, 2023 potential yeah. release date. Okay. All right. I'm I'm down for it. I like the Kelvin uh, timeline films. They're fun. Um yeah, they're uh December twenty second, twenty twenty three is what they're shooting for. So okay. John, really? Really, John? Anyway, uh one of the, one of the, okay, so here's the, John, I'm gonna go with that. Here's one of the get off my lawn moments. Um, I'm having a problem with the Super Mario Brothers movie. Because Mario oh, has to ask him on that one. Tell me, tell me. Because <laughs> they have removed Mario's booty. He has no accent, no. and oh, every really? other piece of it's Chris. Yeah. It's Chris Pratt doing the voice, and so the only time I you hear him speak in the Mario voice, I think Geo froze. That's kind of it's awesome. For the trailer. Oh, uh, yeah, in the trailer. Oh, he's back. Uh, but the only time you hear him. Is he says uh, "Let's go" right before he starts fighting uh, Donkey Kong, and that's then it? everything oh, else is just it. normal voice. It's just Andy Dwyer pretending that he's Mario. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm not okay with it. I Jack Black sounds uh, really cool as Bowser. Uh, I thought he was going to take that in a whole different direction, like try to be typical Jack Black, a little silly and. But he actually sounds, you know, like a pretty cool villain, uh, from what from what I've seen. And the, the, I think there's two trailers out now. And uh, so, yeah, I'm a little put, the, put off by that. The complaint I've seen on the internet frequently about it is that they have Americanized Mario, that they have stripped him of his accent and his butt, and it's not fair. Because <laughs> they did. If you look at I'm all of like, the other accent, but. <laughs> All of us men with junk in the trunk understand. <laughs> Justin's like, not me. It goes upper back thigh. Like, we're there's. The same team. Yeah. We're in the same team, man. Trust me. I'm so glad I that fell this off is where one we time and I was hurting for like four days. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, it's, I don't know, like, I, I, it's a silly complaint, but then when it was the the only time he has the accent is that one little clip that they used in the first trailer to get us all excited about it. And then after that, it's the... <laughs> nope. I, I'm with you, John. I I like the original one. I, it is 
I still like it. I'm sorry. Like, but it is one of those things that it's so terrible you like it. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't get his butt until he becomes Super Mario. <laughs> he puts on the squirrel uniform and that's what the tail is for. No, not Tanuki. Oh you can't bring God. Tanuki into this. Come on, Tim. <laughs> but he's Italian. Carbs go to your <laughs> So yeah, that that will come up later. What I'm about sure. Willy Wonka's movie, guys? There's yeah. another Willy Wonka movie coming up? Yes. I think so. And and the funny thing is, funnily enough, I don't like that much Johnny Depp compared to the original one. I like the original one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Well, it the the Johnny Depp version is a Tim Burton movie, and that's always yeah. Tim Burton is always kind of even with the Batman films. I mean, the first one Tim Burton kept pretty on the straight, and then you get to Batman Returns, and it, you can see the Tim Burton effect kind of. Okay, so Wonka is coming out sometime in 2023. Fantasy musical, Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. I am more intrigued by the rest of this casting than anything else at this point, though. But if you think about it, he actually resembles a lot of the original Wonka actor. He does. Yeah. What on earth is going on in this movie? Who so knows? we've got Timothy Chalamet. Keegan Michael Key. And, and I mean, well, Willy Wonka's movies all stay true to their musical kind of movie. All of them. Yeah. That, that like Wonka. that change, it might not be Willy Wonka anymore, perhaps. That's like doing a Mary Poppins new version and they don't have musical on it. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> There's not a lot of names. Like there are not character names for this. There are just actors listed. So and I'm like definitely going to be a musical then. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to not watch that. All right. But it's also got it's also got Rowan Atkinson and Matt Lucas and Yeah, yeah. I, I get all that, I'm but so yeah, I, I'm happy to skip it. So so you're not one of those people, Tim, that enjoyed uh, Oh, Chicago. he hates musicals. I despise musicals. Oh, we gotta take you then to watch this like. The only <laughs> the only real musical I've ever re- enjoyed uh, on Apple TV is called Schmigadoon. Other than that not really. So, okay, so at least Keegan-Michael Key's in it, so maybe that can pull you over from Schmigadoon into... Yeah, probably not. Uh, but someone uh... who loves music and loves movies, the simple fact that, you know, it's the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, you put the two together and you're fine, but yet you don't like them is just... Ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, one more movie, uh, and then we'll get into our, our end of show notes here. Uh, one last thing I'm looking forward to in 2023 is dune part two that comes out in november of 2023 i'm very excited oh that's true i did like i did admit to liking phantom of the opera that was pretty cool i enjoyed that uh the guitar solos at the beginning were pretty amazing so um and i actually could follow the story for the most part so yeah that was (laughs) oh it wasn't three hours of me sitting next to my wife going why are they singing what are they singing about what's going on why so there are some interesting movies coming out in 2023. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. we're just scratching the tip of the iceberg. There's a there's a ton oh, I forgot about Quantumanium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quantumanium. Oh yes. So, all right, let's get into our end of end of show. We're we're running out of time here. Yeah. All right. Well, last Friday, our guest was writer and animator Kim Dwinnell. Kim is the author of an amazing book, Surfside Girls which is now a hit TV show on Apple TV. Hi, this is Kim Dwinnell, and you're listening to the FSF Podcast. Part of what happened is, you know, I've got two surfer girls. And so what happens when you put surfer girls in close up to here and down to ankles and and long (laughs) sleeves. And so like culturally, we don't do that anymore. We're not in corsets, we're not. And so that says something about like, where are we as women and freedom and that sort of thing. And so of course, Jade thinks she's darling. And Sam is like, get me the heck out of this thing. I wanna go surf. (laughs) So um, maybe maybe you've always had, when you were a little, little kid, you had an imaginary friend. No one knows about that but you. So maybe you start doodling that. And then it sells as a book and you're like, weirdly, 
other people know about my imaginary friend now. Like this is sort of strange, kind of creeped <laughs> out, kind of happy too. But like there's a there's definitely like someone has invaded my brain space. That's the feeling you get when something that's been very personal to you for a while kind of gets put out there. So you have to train your eye, train your brain to take little photos all the time so you can jot down what it looks like to run down the field and kick a soccer ball. So when you look at those drawings, are you going to put them on the wall? Are they beautiful drawings? Well, to us they are because they're correct. They contain the energy, they contain the proportion. I would know how to string those together now and make a person kick a soccer ball. Does, like I tell my students, if your mother sees your sketchbook, your mother is like, why did I send you to art school? What is this? <laughs> this doesn't look like art. I want the Mona Lisa. I want oil paintings of flowers that we can put behind the couch. Oh, goodness. Well, that was such a fun interview that you guys did. And do not forget that that episode is still up on YouTube and our favorite audio podcast providers where you can watch it. If you watch it on YouTube, please do not forget to click like and subscribe because we love you and we want to know that you love us too. Break that little bell. Right? That's right. Be annoyed by us. Anyway. I have it. I have it in order by all, man. <laughs> all right. Well, this week, Friday, guys, our guest is an incredible actress who has been on many of the shows that you've loved to watch. Babylon 5, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Robert. Babylon 5. <laughs> we have a hashtag there's, for Robert. There's Robert's. a couple others in there. We have a hashtag for Robert. It says, make Robert watch Babylon 5. <laughs> ah, there it is. All right, here we go. I'm one of the lucky ones. I was told I wasn't going to survive. Considering that there's nothing in life that is fair, I think that's a very solid answer. I also am pretty sure I just heard my four-year-old yell, Dad, that's not fair from the other room. It's, you know, Star Trek is part of my life in such a great way. I am going to go... Polar opposite and go completely ridiculous for a minute. Okay, good. I'm ready. I found it funny that the website Wikidata not only identifies you as a human, but also offers reference to prove it. And I'm sure that it's comforting on some levels that they've proved that you're a human. Hi, this is Kitty Swank, and you're listening to the SSF Podcast. Your home for the all nerdy, no dirty interviews with people in our sci-fi and pop culture world. So I thought I have to carry on this tradition of helping people. So yeah, that's Kitty Swink. Uh, we're so excited to have her on the show. Kitty was an amazing conversation, not just because of her work on, uh, not just the sci-fi stuff that she's done, but she's been on so many shows throughout the year. She's been an amazing character actor and uh, with all, some really cool guest spots. But then she's also done several episodes of Babylon 5 and uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She's done uh, Star Trek voiceover work for different uh, Star Wars video games. I mean, Star Trek video games, excuse me. Star Trek video games and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, oh, yeah. And she's the wife of Quark. Armin Shimmerman is her husband. Um, and so, yeah, so there's a, a very deep Star Trek tie in there. Uh, so we talk about Trek. We also talk about her fight and improbable survival survival rather against pancreatic cancer, which has one of the lowest survival rates in existence. It's ridiculous. Uh, but we talked about that and what the organization pancan.org, that website, what it means to her and, and why she's trying to do so much to help out. So tune in on Friday. You'll be able to watch that uh, right here on YouTube. Or you can listen to it on your favorite audio podcast provider, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it may be. If for whatever reason you get into your favorite audio podcast provider and you don't find us there, you can message us at info at fsfpopcast.com and we will do everything that we can to get our show on that podcast provider so you can enjoy it there. So before we uh, say our goodbyes, just real briefly, Justin, remind everybody where they can find your awesome graphics. On Etsy, Big Boy Graphics. Every week, I add new ones. And if I don't have it yet, it may be coming up. Or send me a message, and I will make it for you. The other there. thing, just to keep in mind, too, I can do more colors than what's just listed. So if you do see something, I primarily do black and white, kind of test the market. If you have something dark, the white will show up. If you have something light, the black will show up. If you want something special, let me know. We can do multi-layered. Mm. Right? 
we have many of the unique different styles and everything else so let me know what you want and we'll get you taken care of awesome thank you all right and geo remind the fine folks where they can find your awesome show science fiction or remnant so they can find us on our main website which is sciencefictionremnant.com uh, you can find all of our links there, or you can just find us on Twitter or Instagram as Sci-Fi Remnant, as listed on my handle too. And you can find there our solo T, solo TO uh, link where you can be redirected to our main website. And listen to us on your favorite platform. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. All right. all right, guys. Thanks, everybody, for stopping by and hanging out with us tonight. Remember to click the like and subscribe button. Go check out Big Boy Graphics. The link uh, information is down in the show notes down below. And go check out Science Fiction Remnant. Give Robert, Geo, and Ray a subscription. Those guys uh, work hard for your subscription, and they very well deserve it. And uh, our medieval Jedi is about to show off a sword. There it is. It's been an honor. <laughs> Ooh, that's shiny. Ooh, shiny. Yeah, I polish so. it. It's actual steel. <laughs> it's heavy. Cool. <gasps> oh no, Justin's it's a pen. like, I got a pen. <laughs> <laughs> it clicked. All right, guys, that's our show. Thanks for being here tonight. All right. Goodbye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF Podcast or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.